0: To the We Don't Know Sports Podcast, this is Chad Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie. And, you know, I'm uh, hoping I can be here for uh, long enough to enjoy. we got game one tonight. I just wanted to kind of start there. So we, we got a, a sweep on one side of the conference finals. We got a game seven on the other. Looked uh, like we were going to have two sweeps. But, but can we get down to it? Like, um, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I thought Boston was going to do it. No, so real quick, I was adamant last week you were. that it, it never happened over Im- I, I like impossible. 150 times or whatever, and it wasn't going to happen this time. Well, then they had to make me sweat. We went to Game 7. Did you change your You needed a rolled ankle on the first play of the game in Game 7. Hey, listen. I don't make up the scenarios, okay? I just live with the outcomes. Did you think, though, when it was going to Game 7 that, all right, maybe Boston is going to do this? I I didn't because how hard is it to win four straight? Pretty hard. I mean, especially after – I don't know. I just – I felt like – I don't know. The Nuggets just swept the Lakers. That was four straight. Yeah, but <laughs> how, 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 many, Sprinkling <laughs> how many sweeps has there been as opposed to coming back from game seven or coming back from 3-0? It don't know. happen. Uh, I mean, but you know what was weird about that series is how one-sided every game was except for, I guess, game six or, um, or five. Well, but it's, everybody got blown out every game. Game I mean, six was the uh, buzzer-beater tip-in from right. uh, Evan White or, Gray, or Derek White or something like that. Yeah. Well, then you had NBA players chirping in. Of course, Draymond Green has to get involved. And a lot of NBA players just don't like Boston for obvious reasons. And He's <laughs> like, you know, screw those guys. Screw those fans. We, don't work. I'm glad Boston lost. Mm. Because you I, see the old meme with Hogan right in the NWO on the trailer after <laughs> Jalen Brown's poor performance. Isn't that bad? What's weird is how much they complain about the fans in Boston. Yeah, Bill Russell's beloved there, like Big Poppy. These African American men who are sports heroes in the town are beloved. But <laughs> you have a bunch of players come in and say they don't like playing in Boston because all the people are white and they're racist. Is well, a stereotype because their best player in history is Larry Bird? Is that why? Maybe cause cause he's so I, I think I think I think Boston has that reputation on their own as that city too. So that doesn't help any credence to it. I didn't realize. There's that many people saying that, like players. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been a thing for years. Mm. Okay. I, you know what I'm happy that came out of this, though, is that they didn't quit, and they did push it to a Game 7, which I think looks good for Joe so does he, he keeps do his job. job, right? He has to. They announced today they're going to keep him. Okay. But, I mean, Udoka, Udoka, whatever, got went down to Houston. They're yeah. expecting him to raid his bench, his assistant coaches. Well, they – well, they, Oh, because they were his. Yeah. They um, – the the people they lost anyway, uh, they they didn't replace. Uh, they, that was something I heard that he kind of had a shorter like his position. Well, you know replaced. what? Maybe we could get Missoula to take Huggins as an assistant because he'd fit right in in Boston. He, he could, <laughs> he would, <laughs> <won>. same mentality. <laughs> you would have to be the assistant, know. Huh, so Larry Bird ain't coming he's through that tunnel, but Huggy Bear coach. Be. All, right, all right, all right, he's keeping his job. The other thing, uh, before I forget, I gotta ask: uh, there was a couple moves on the coaching carousel. So Nick Nurse so went to Philadelphia. Forget that one. That, we can talk about that uh, and, and, one next. And then Monty Williams. How bad will are surely... you as a franchise when you have to give a coach who's never won a title and has only been in the playoffs a couple times the richest contract in coaching history? Yeah, I, Who? I, Monty Williams. Monty Williams oh, Detroit. with the Detroit, yeah, six. six years, seventy-two million. What was Detroit's record last year? I don't know, but I know that they offered the job to like two guys before him, and they both turned it down. Like that's what they I'm saying. They probably like, just turned down an interview. There's, yeah. there's, no direction of that franchise that I feel good about. Like they're drafted. Detroit for five. basketball. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that means something different to the kids nowadays. Yeah, there's no Ben Wallace. There is no Ben Wallace. No Tayshaun Prince. Right. No Bill Lambier. Well, and then what do you think about the, the Nick Nurse going to uh, Philly? I like that hire. Yeah, why, why, like so, why are we so dismissive of that out the gate? That's not sexy enough to talk about? No. You talk about the team that had to spend so much money because they're so poor and they fall so far. You just rather talk about the Christians, bad business. Maybe. How far of a stab they had to make. If it were any other sport or – uh, quarterback picking up a free agent. Like, we'd be dogging people for overpaying. So, yeah. that's what I was getting at. That's how bad they are. That's how far they've fallen. And they're they're not like the frigging Sacramento Kings. Like, Detroit has a rich history. Right. So, I was just – that was the point I was making. I, I like Nick Nurse is a nice hire in Philadelphia. Do you, do you think uh, it matters uh, with Harden at this point with him? Or Harden's going to Houston. He's gone. <laughs> right. So, if you're a nurse coming in, you're expecting him to be gone. Yeah, I think he, he knows he's building around Embiid and then he's going to try to – Embiid, Maxie. Right. He's going he's to strategize that way. Yeah. I think And I think they're better off. You know, yeah. You were, you were talking about um, just like how teams will retool, reload and how Detroit has had this inability to do so and whatnot. Um, you know, just talking about the coaches. Like, again, we, we talked about Spolstra being like maybe that guy right now. But isn't this crazy? Miami's back in the finals. You know he's been to six NBA finals now? it's insane. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. And, that's and, insane. And this is, you know, I heard somebody on the radio talk about uh, LeBron, that he just leaves franchises in the wasteland. Like when he comes Not in. Miami. When he leaves. Well, no. I yeah. mean, they, they maybe they did, but it's amazing. He's that got they, that calming influence. They put it back together. Twice. How many times did LeBron go to the finals with the Heat twice? Four times? Four times. All so four not years, one. He was there. It couldn't Nine, be two. four times. Yeah, they went to the finals so, four so times. So Shaq and Wade at went once? Yep. Okay. So that was the one, fourth LeBron, and then this one's the sixth. No, they went uh bubble year. They lost to the Lakers. Yep. He was he wasn't the head coach when they went. That was uh Pat Riley. Oh still Riley. He stepped in. They fired uh, stand and gun. Oh, that's Ryan right. So Riley came in when Shaq and Wade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Dude, I was at a thrift store today, and they had like two K six. There, it was Shaq on the heat on the cover. Nice. I remember when he got off the boat, and he was wearing all white. What was his, his name? name was the Jack. Big Flame.
1: <laughs> it is June.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride Month, everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's the, probably his best nickname. <laughs> so the. Um, I don't even know where to – oh, I have another (laughs) little nugget I wanted to drop here. The the Heat, do you know what they ranked in three-point shooting during the regular season?
1: I'm as a team?
0: uh, As a team. Right around 18th or 20th. They should have been – 28th. Oh, wow. See, I didn't want to say that low because you got Tyler here who's a bomber. Do you know what they are in the playoffs? You know what they are in the playoffs? I'm going to go 12th. The yeah. f- best in the be- – well, best three-point shooting. Team. You know, it's, why, it's just, why did I say 12? I don't know. I was letting it slide. I, I thought know. maybe we were counting 16 on this. <laughs> we are. We are. Um, we were – It's funny is that me and Mr. <laughs> Brown had this conversation about the finals yesterday, and I I think, you know, Denver can sweep them where it's 4-1. I said their one chance is if you have Strauss and Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero will be back for the finals, get hot, and they all shoot like 50% from the three-point line. It could happen. Um, do you think uh, Bam does well? I, I guess think Bam gets his dick kicked. I think it's going to be. Ugly. We talked about that yesterday, mm. off the air, clearly. Um, uh, but the fact is, so AD when at, when healthy, you know, is one of the best centers in the league, if right. not the best. Right. But now you got Bam, and like we're talking about, not just Joker and Bam going at it, but then you have Gordon, you have uh, Porter, who are all long. Right? Yeah. Miami's tallest players Bammy and he's like six nine. Mm-hmm. And like Porter's like six nine. Yep. So like how do they match that length? That's that's what I'm saying. Like there's how no way. What what's your game plan to stop Denver if you're Miami? Let's well, just we all assume that Denver's you're gonna have these. to uh, do A uh, like college version of ball control. You know what I would do? And this this is never gonna happen. I would put Jimmy Butler on the Joker full court. So that he can't even bring the ball up the court. That that just disrupts their whole offense. So then if they give it to him in the post, it's late in the shot clock and there's no right. options. So like, then he's not controlling the tempo anymore. Yeah. But put Jimmy on him and say, hey, do what you can. Mm-hmm. We'll help you. Mm-hmm. That'd be a bold strategy. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I, I think I would do the opposite to where I would try to make him beat you with scoring. Right, you know, because that's not where he's comfortable. You know, he doesn't want to score forty-five. So don't double him at all. Yeah, like let him get his, make him where he can't. If if you if he can score thirty-five points and he's got five assists, I'd feel a lot better about that than I would if he had twenty-two points and fourteen assists. How well do you see him dribbling the ball up the court, though, if you're saying, Jimmy, pick him up? I know, but are you going to wear out your guy? Maybe, maybe not. He's that dog. He got that dog in him. He does have that dog in him. (laughs) We've established this. I'm not saying he doesn't – you just don't see that very often in the NBA. So we're all in the Nuggets to win. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, in a perfect scenario, what would Miami have to do to even be competitive? Can I say something? And then uh, I am, of course, the LeBron <laughs> hater, and I'm just going to say this anyway. But a lot of times people say, LeBron, carrying the uh, Cavs to the finals is the greatest, you know, blah, blah, blah. This run by Jimmy Butler is the greatest, I'm him, I'll take anybody with me run in the history of basketball. How, they have five undrafted players. Gabe Vincent's a D-League guy. You're asking for big moments out of Duncan Robinson, who's just a spot-up shooter off the bench. And he's been Tyler Hero broke his hand here. in the first round. Bam out of Iowa's been up and down. Yeah. Let's not forget last year, too, when they lost to the Celtics, Jimmy just came out and straight up said it in the postgame after the series is over. We'll be back next year, but we're winning. And he did it. I didn't even remember that. But you You're think right. about this Heat team, and they're talking about them being, well, it's the eight seed, the eight seed. They finished the season season as the seven. Well, last year, I think they were the one or the two. They went to seven games with Boston. Jimmy shoots a pull-up three at the end of the game. Uh, going for the win, they're that shot away from being in the finals last year. All right, we're, we're going to have to take a break because Mr. Brown's got his autograph giveaway coming up. And I do want to ask uh, about the NBA uh, ref burner account thing when we come back. Uh, I, I just – because I, I read a little bit about it and I don't know enough, so I'm going to see if you can help fill me in. But uh, who, who are we giving away tonight? Oh, uh, you asked me too quick. Yeah, I've got uh, – yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't remember he's anyway, got wheels <laughs> I picked him out a week ago so I didn't uh, do one last week planned it out so uh anyway it's uh, almost 7pm here Eastern Standard Time so it's time for Mr. Brown to go live on America's Past Time for the Love of Baseball so we'll be back after he's done giving away some autographs oh yeah. so where'd we leave off we were gonna talk that, and that we're back the no. count. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> like it. No, we were uh, definitely talking about that um so what was his name? Something Lewis, Mike Lewis. Carl well, All I Carlos, know is that you know, we're uh, talking about Carl we'll, Lewis. Though. We'll mention him later. <laughs> um, Eric Lewis. What I do know is that him not being a ref in the finals this year is a huge deal because he has been one in each of the yeah. last four finals. That's, I saw that. That's the only thing I know. But I guess what he's doing is he's created a uh, Benny Brownfoot, if you will, an, an alternate account. Okay and is criticizing officiating with that account. That's amazing. So that is why he would be in trouble is because you're not supposed to. He is uh, speaking outside of the allowances of the league when it comes to officiating. Where, like, coaches or players would get fined for saying that type of stuff yep. in a post game, he's doing it with a burner account. I love the creativity myself. Um, I think he needs to be elevated to the uh, president of the referees' union. <laughs> um to what me, is it, I was just going to say, what is it with the NBA and burner accounts? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I don't think of any other league or sport that has the burner account, but the NBA, you see everyone that all has time. It. I remember, what, didn't Durant have one? Yes. <laughs> He's criticizing people who criticize him. That's hilarious. <laughs> now referees are like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Yep. It's so dumb. If they if they can match my level of intensity with a Benny Brownfoot type name, then I'll give them more props. Well, they can. The way they'll do that is they'll just go to Chat to figure out what to tweet next. So, oh. I do like that for a segue. That's, that's good. You like it? Yeah. So you, you you know were doing I... your, he was doing his autograph giveaway, and we're just saying this for anybody listening. He doesn't know what this this is. He called it called it something. Chat, if you had G- to guess, I, I said GPS. Chat Chat GPS. If exactly. you had to guess, what do you think it is? I'd say it's like computer animated, like just throwing numbers in there and picking up rankings. (laughs) Like the matrix? Yeah, like uh, AI. So Anyway, uh, so I've seen it on Facebook and a group even a lot. Like this is our list of top ten hitters of all time. This is their top ten center fielders of all time. I don't know who the hell made the list. Chat GPS did. (laughs) (laughs) So so what I've seen is uh, the joke I've seen going around the most is it's 2040, and you're going to have heart surgery, but your surgeon graduated using ChatGPT. Yeah, because, like, there's um, kids, like, completely passing, like, exams, tests. Anything I write an essay on, ChatGPT will just write this essay for me. You put the info into there, it poops one out what? for you, and it's original through them. You're not plagiarizing yeah. something you read in a book. Uh, you, you copy you it out turn it in. You could say, like, Mega story about me, Greg, at the age of 40, learning how to pitch left-handed and became the closer for the Atlanta Braves World Series team, and it would create the story for you. So then how would people know if someone did that and someone decided to write a book about That's it? That's the point. We're getting to the part of fantasy land with <laughs> the technology where the deep fakes and the voices... Yeah, like, that I, stuff's like real now where we used to watch movies and it was somebody fake being somebody else you know how many videos i've seen of arnold you know just playing different characters Yep. he was kathy bates in misery it's fantastic it's almost up there with like the people doing the card breaks so i feel like what year was <laughs> terminator first one released 1984 uh, maybe didn't george Orwell what write a book 1984 he did everything in those two things has come to life it's a prophecy. We got robots <laughs> that <laughs> we got learning robots house. too. But, but cats and dogs living together. Our pets' hands <laughs> are falling off. It's anarchy. Ooh, I can't take it. So what I wonder is, where Ted Williams cryogenically froze his head? <laughs> Could he come back now with a robot body and go back to hitting three hundred and forty? Yeah, me and Chad talked about that That's earlier. Right. How is this referenced twice in a day? Only it was... Uh, it's <laughs> we're, about this, Ted, we're literally talking about Ted Williams' frozen head yeah, already. It was uh, on Robot Chicken, and it had uh, Walt Disney's head on a robotic like spider body, and he went and destroyed, like took over <laughs> Cuba. Oh! Uh-huh. Well, the same thing needs to happen with Ted's head, because he hated the media anyway. Now's your chance, Ted. They, they You know, you can just ask Chet GPT to help him along the way. But, uh, it, you know, um, I figure Biggie was a big fan of it because if you ask ChatGPT who the uh, greatest basketball player of all time is, what do you think it says? Michael Jordan. It does. And it, and it says you can make an argument, and it lists like four or five other players. Yeah. But that's it. It's, it's, it makes a case for Michael Jordan. But you could also say some of these other people. Yeah. I think it's really interesting how you put information into it and it spits it back out. And the deeper they get into it, the more it learns, the more accurate it becomes. Just like skeptical or skeptical worried. Like, it'd be cool if we were in high school and we could use it to get an A in a class. But... People in college who are using it to get ahead—that we are eventually going to depend on in our life—like a surgeon. Yeah, man, I don't know. Well, it gets even better than that. There was a South Park episode about this, and the kid, one of the kids, was using it to talk to his girlfriend through text. Oh, yeah. So you know, he was just like sending, and they yeah. really connected. And she was like falling in love with him because of these texts. And it wasn't even him. And they were eating dinner or something, and she brought something up, and he. He he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you said that your uncle did the same thing to you. and You, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And he's like, what? When did I say that? But I guess, you know, his chat GPT yep. decided at one point his uncle did something to him. <laughs> the more disconnected we become as technology advances. Right. The more doors open for, you know, the fake doctors and surgeons and people and voices. We're all going downhill. It is. Uh, it is depressing. I know every generation says it, but like, <laughs> it's like I feel sorry for my kids, and I'm so glad. I wish I was born earlier, but I'm sure as hell glad I wasn't born later. Yes. I mean, could you imagine being a kid? Could you imagine being like a senior in high school right now? It'd be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Petrified. so if you had like Isaac just graduated, and we were talking, and basically two years of his high school life was COVID. Yeah. Mm. Sit at home, learn from your computer. What if I don't do well on a computer? Here, learn more. Oh, I'll have my dad help me with my math. Whoops, wrong. The answer's <laughs> right. Everything. There's like Why this we have Chat GPT help. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't available yet. Oh, he yes. just graduated. Oh, okay. Damn. There's the that meme that goes around, and it's got the parents' face, and it's like the look on your face when school calls home to say your kid's failing math, but you've been the one doing the homework. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. uh. the thing that gets me the most about All of that is, they were robbed of so much learning as far as social interaction. I mean, you just sat at home. Yeah. Now everybody's homeschooling. Yeah. And, you know, the homeschool kids are the weird ones. But uh, that's all right. This isn't the society you probably want to integrate in anyway. Um, you You were talking about, you know, being glad you're not born later. Just things getting worse. Uh, did national anthems get worse? Uh, I, I personally I heard, feel like... Uh, I haven't heard it, man. I haven't heard it at all. The 90s with Roseanne Barr and uh, Carl Lewis are the worst but national Carl albums. Lewis is my favorite. My all-time favorite. But this was Jewel. Was this the Indianapolis 500? Must so, have been. I, I've seen people trashing it. I have not listened to the yeah, it. You haven't heard it either? Like, no. Mr. Brown, have you? No, you're not the singer Jewel. Yeah. I haven't seen it. All right, so. Because once I saw it was the singer, Jewel, I was like, I don't need to listen to this. She's a professional singer. Why am I listening to the National. Well, no, act? now we got to listen to it. Why? I, nobody came prepared. We're going to talk about this and not know. You know, Chad, this was your topic. You should have yep. been bringing it We heat. figured, as always, Chad, you would just lead the lead the way here. Well, here you we go. I, I was wasn't going to reenact those, it. Chad News. I, uh, once I get through this uh, Google Chrome ad, I- I'm going to play it and we'll we get a live reaction here. So oh, no. None of us have heard it. Did anybody even know the Indianapolis 500 took place? Did you pay attention to yeah, that? I knew that? there was a race in Charlotte because I saw it on Facebook. Oh, let's see here. All the Rockets, right. are right clear! Easy, Carl Lewis. <laughs> Look oh, at say can you see I is been is this trending or something yeah is trending the way it was. I'm glad we all listened to it together for the first <laughs> time. Maybe it gets worse. I'm not saying it's the best, but it's, it's like... It's an interesting take. Her version of it that's... Yeah. Oh, okay. She just sounded like Biggie right there. Maybe that's what it was. Nobody reacts in humor, now. Can you name five NASCAR drivers? Oh, there's Indy. Never mind. I can't name five Indy drivers. count kind of a crappy version. Now that I'm listening to it, this is really long, too. So at the Super Bowl, you'd have bet the over and you'd be just counting the money right now. So, I guess if you know it sucks, but she thinks it's good, but like, quit dragging it out. Our ears are bleeding. These poor men in uniform behind her. She's still going. Hmm. <laughs> the uh, Jets doing the flyover. Uh, they're already in the next state, <laughs> missed our cue. I, it's not as bad as I thought it would be, but I was expecting worse. Yes. She clearly like thinks she sounds good and she drug it out way worse than she should have. Everybody goes country though, what's up with that? She was kind of a little folksy to begin with. I country, new I, back to, back to I your think rooms. she was like three different uh, types there during that song. Yes, she transitioned a couple it, of it, times. It did. <laughs> For um, being, you know, a professional singer who's what twenty years and thirty years into a career, it was pretty bad. But it was no Carl Lewis. It was no Fer- Fergie. Remember that one? No, oh, that was a disaster. Is that his national anthem? I Remember, I remember Fergie singing something really bad. It was very delicious. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I think she did. Sc- she was in the All Star Game, uh, NBA, I think is what it was. So she's still married to Josh Duhamel at the time. I don't know. Okay. Keep running running, 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 running. I thought we were going with that. <laughs> what happened? I thought we were doing a little hot tub time machine. We're going to act like we wrote this song just now. Feels <laughs> great. Now I'm disappointed. Sorry. I, I thought... was I was geeked, ready to go. I know. I know. Man, I don't even like the piece. The Black Eyed Peas. I actually like that song for some reason. It will get you moving. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I would have liked it better if old dude really sang the song, the original. What was up with the albino dude in that group? You ever see that? There was that one guy in the Black Eyed Peas? I think that was the dude he left UB40. <laughs> I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah. That yeah.
0: guy in the 90s That was as white As white could be <laughs> yeah. I always thought That was a Jamaican And I see it It's this albino white dude Singing like a Jamaican you before, What about Snow Do you remember that guy And yeah. Farmer <laughs> Nicky boom boom down <laughs> What did he say In the middle of it I don't know A lot of biggisms A lot of Could w- Yes them. A lot of whales real like, quick You know he was Canadian Yes that makes sense now Yeah Oh the yes. Michael's up <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't think yes. any, anyone could tell us the lyrics of uh, Snow. Was it Informer's the name of the it's song? Informer's right? the name of it. Yeah. Um, I remember. So his album. name was Snow? Yeah. Because he was so albino. Yeah. You know okay. what the name of sure that? you I was had the cassette. You know what the name of the album was called? What? 12 Inches of Snow. I was going to call it Blizzard. <laughs> I mean, that would work too. <laughs> that might have been his follow-up album. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's a one-hit wonder, though. I can't think of another song by Snow. Not that that's what I wanted to talk about. Sorry. <laughs> um, the uh, other thing, I, I do want to talk about this because I'm very passionate about this topic. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was in the headlines. Did you see uh, what what he was kind of causing a stir about? He generations Ricky Williams, only he's not as good. Uh, I, don't, I think he probably has better numbers than Ricky did. Ricky was a better player. Than Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Oh, I don't know if I agree. Le'Veon Bell had a great run when he was in Pittsburgh, and he had Antonio Brown out there, Hall of Famer. Big. I'm man. not arguing that. I'm I think I think Le'Veon was a better pro, but I would say Ricky was the better collegiate athlete. So easily, yeah. yeah. Le'Veon had the better career. Ricky was the more talented player, is what I would say. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's, right. that's right. fair. I, I can I can agree with that. Ricky Ricky was in some bad places there. He, he lost he had bad people around him starting yeah. out. There. Just think about though think about this. Let's say Ricky would be playing today because they don't even test for marijuana anymore. Think about the stats well, he would have put the up. The NFL does. No, I don't think they do anymore. No, yeah, the NFL does. Do they? Yeah. The NBA that's why doesn't. Oh, it's the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. That's why so it's such why, a big deal. Like why wouldn't you tell you know, that makes no damn sense. I I don't disagree, but, you know, so Le'Veon Bell is, is done, <laughs> so he can talk about it. Right. But he's saying, he he said he would get high before every game. Even the best athletes have aches and pains. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can definitely make the case against, you know, taking uh, opioids. Self-medicate, I mean? brother. It works. I like but- it. This era, Marshawn Lynch said he drank uh, Hennessy, Hennessy before every game. Yeah. The only thing I don't get uh, about that, remember the way back in the day they had ESPN show, it was like Hard Ox, it was uh, on yep. the NFL, and they yep. had the running back who was on drugs, played by like LL Cool J. So here's my thing if you're getting <laughs> high before the game, that stuff's wearing off at halftime. I'm like <laughs> yeah, you You're sneaking you're into the bathroom? Not, you yeah, you're not, you need it more in the second half, yes. I would imagine. But is that that is an advantage for the running back, dude? Dude, don't care. He's getting wrecked by these linebackers. He's like, it's cool, bro. He's just going to go about his business. I don't know. I, I thought I, it was funny, but uh, you know, Josh Gordon, you know, probably doesn't think it's funny, and that's why he never had the career because of Because again, they test for that. But anyway, I guess uh, people are acting surprised by this. But I mean, I, I'm sure it's probably how more. can you be surprised. That a guy who turned down what how many ever million guaranteed fourteen fifteen on the franchise tag yeah. sat on a yacht in Miami for a year before signing another contract likes to get high. Yeah, I mean, but, but <laughs> what is the reason that like we're saying with all these states now that have recreational use of marijuana across the country, yeah. and we're going to say that we're going to test athletes? I mean, it's not like you're in the DOT driving a truck down the road. No. And, and like, I get it if you're doing it as a uh, health safety, uh, you know, or if it's a, um, uh, so if a steroid, uh, you know. Yeah, but for NFL players, it's no different than alcohol for their perspective, period. I mean, I don't disagree. But so as like, to why? I, I, like, I wonder why, like, you would think the players you knew would really come forward with that because of the fact that. They have. and it, But it would be so, so much better than, like, them taking, like, Pain pills and what, because the shit's gonna like pile up with these injuries and they're sore. Just smoke a joint and call it a day. To me, that's the thing in the NFL. Every time they come to where they have to do a new collective bargaining agreement, I'm amazed that the NFL, as physical as it is, the U- yeah. players union isn't able to get. No uh, marijuana testing. Instead, they agree to get shot up and given pills constantly, which That's are horrible the, for so you. Pills a, are so addicted. Blood Kilmer's in every locker room. There's yeah. a lot of uh, ex-players like a Kyle Turley and a Ricky Williams and guys like that that they have this whole movement they're trying to do. But, you know, NFL the owners decide what happens. But it just and makes no sense. They don't want to give that. I wonder, I wonder if it's like a moral thing, like they care about it so well, or is it th- or is it the bargaining chip they don't want to let go? Well, I think it's more of an image thing for the league. The league is trying to promote these guys to everyone, women, children. If you don't test for it, all of a sudden these guys now have endorsement deals. You play for the Broncos, I got my own dispensary. <laughs> You're going to buy a jersey for eight-year-old Johnny of a guy who's I'm high 20 Here's the deal, though. LeBron's high as hell half the damn time, and he's still getting endorsements. What's the difference? The NBA is viewed completely <laughs> different. Because the players run the NBA. Yeah. I hate Adam Silver. I, th- I swear, I'm, I'm standing on this island. That he is a damn alien. Look <laughs> at it. He's weird, I hate man. him. He's you know who Adam Silver is? Men in Black, when the dude dies, and he's got the little one. Yeah. So he's just a man in the costume. He is the creepiest commissioner of all sports. Ever? I don't know about I don't know ever, But there. I mean, he's definitely a currently. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, dude, that commission. dude is creepy. Like, if he showed up to a party and everybody's like, oh, it's Adam Silver, I'm getting the hell out of there. Because mm. I'm thinking anal <laughs> probes are next. Uh, <laughs> like, Adam <I think> Silver <laughs> to me is the guy who. I hate that guy. When you turn your you know like anal probes, like he no. has go go gadget arms and fingers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Go go gadget. That's good shit. I don't like Adam Silver. I'm sorry. I Every agree. Everybody shits on Manfred and uh, uh, Goodell, but I think they're way better than uh, old Plit- well, Puppet over there. If you want to look at it, Goodell is the eat. best commissioner in all sports. Yeah. yeah. Who? Goodell. You know. He is. I, I think mean, so. NFL's bulletproof. Yep. They really are. Like, it's hilarious that he shows up to every draft and they boo him off the stage. No matter it. what city he's in, he just does his thing. He's like, i got a $75 so, million contract.
1: What Roger Goodell
0: me? has Look. been the absolute perfect head of the NFL for since he took over as commissioner in 2007-ish, when not taking the step down. Because to me, Roger Goodell and what he's been able to do for the NFL, he's like the Teflon Don. He's like John Gotti. He's up there. You're throwing spears at him. You're booing him. He talks for 45 minutes at these State of the Union, State of the League things and never says a word. You ain't hearing nothing about them damn concussions. Let, let yeah. me ask you this, B. So then, first question, why is it cool to hate the commissioner? One, two, and two, why do they hate Roger Goodell? No. <laughs> before you Whoa, say it. there's you, a lot of reasons. Once not you uh, collect your thoughts there? It's hilarious. It reminds me of Wrestling. When Vince McMahon would come out and people would boo him. But they secretly like, loved him. It's bro. like, wait a minute. This is the guy that owns the company, though. But you're booing the character. Is Goodell just the character? Yeah, I don't know. But um, uh, the reason why they hate it, like, he mismanaged. Uh, no. why, why is it cool to hate commissioners? Why is it cool? Because it's Because the, we all think that we could house, do better man. than them. Yeah. Would you not start tomorrow as a commissioner Major League Baseball and be better than Rob Manfred? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Be like, it'd be hard not to. Yeah. So, like, um, the NFL he's cool just. To hate. And then he's made so many decisions on players and different teams that fan bases of those teams hate him. It becomes an overall type thing. So, the, the NFL just had the rule with the kickoffs and the touchbacks and the punts and everything. 25 yards. Like everything's 25 now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so, like, a lot of players, like, if you're a. Spe- like, hear me out. This is putting people out of work. Devin Hester. Um, yeah, your, your, your kickers, your, your gunners for special teams that you might have, like your Steve Tasker, like a guy like that may not, if that part Matthew of the Matthew goes to the Pro Bowl every year for the Patriots. Uh, he's listed as a wide receiver, basically he's special teams, Gunner, one of the best two or three in the league, you're pretty you much eliminate because all you're trying to do is as long as so, our punt doesn't get blocked. They're gonna fair catch it and they would they just want more offense. They don't want the returns. So. well and then they do these studies where they say kickoffs and punts are where safety. more injuries come from. Yeah. So it's a safety concern. But now, at the same how, time How much is that gonna change stats now though, where there's less returns and more quarterback, you know, passing yards, running back, yeah. rushing yards. Yeah, it'll it'll change until what'll happen is the team will figure out, well, instead of kicking touchbacks you know, kick the ball straight up well, in the, the air. the Patriots have already tried to entice them to return it. You know, they'll, they'll be able to well, I mean, For a punt, way. you can just kick it out of bounds down near the 10. Right. For punts, they did that. For kickoffs, when they did a touchback or even catching it to three fair catch, took it to the 25. Yeah. Until they did that, the Patriots, instead of doing a, a, a touchback, Belichick would have them kick it to the uh, four or five-yard line and try to get them in front of the twenty. Whenever they put it to 25, if I kick it to five and they're down at the 22, I gain three yards. That's a way to look at it. I'm kind of comparing it like this. So, I guess my question is, so with like MLB making the bases bigger, the stolen bases are out of control now. Just from that small tweak on the size of the bases. So, by this five yards, how much do we think passing yards, because mainly passing yards more than rushing yards – how much do we see a spike as far as percentage across the league? I don't think the average field position is going to change that much to make it go one way or the other. I mean, like it's only going to be an overall each game. It'll be ten or fifteen yards of field position. That's, that's it. You yeah. gain from that. So then, why is everybody losing their minds about it? Because, because, it's because it's of those players. The, yeah. Well, the because now as a coach, what you're going to do is, unless you have, an I no can't football. think of the guy in the league right now that's that guy. But if you didn't have, if you had Devin Hester, you tell him to go with it. If you don't have Devin Hester now, you just send a guy back and you tell him just to catch it. Yeah, I mean it's just you're taking that aspect. It's just like when they did screw the that. I, I'm, I'm not even putting the guy back. I'm just full block every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You We're better hope he picks it. That's what I pick on Madden. Damn it! Now it's real life. <laughs> it's now or never. <laughs> it's empty net like goalie. You can't have a running start anymore. Yeah. Now nobody recovers it. You still have to do it at the end of the game. But can Speaking of running starts, I never understood how you could do that in the CFL where you just run past and they don't call offsides. Yeah, it's Canadian. huh? How's that happen? It's <laughs> their, their own rules? rules. They make their own, <laughs> own rules, man. I've always wondered that, and it's popped in my head. Hey, why? Why did they? Uh, no. Only have three downs. Did you know uh, that? No. They only have three downs, and the field's like 120 yards. Yeah, and it's wider too, isn't it? Yes. It's just goofy. I Could you imagine like the just, metric system? just taking off, running, just no care in the world? <laughs> <laughs> like no, I'm you gonna get mine. Place, Everyone's fair catching me. <laughs> all these places use like the metric system, and in America, it's like that's three football fields he away. Said America. America. Um, um, yeah, we do yeah, say it's then, America, but then he says, New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. You can't say anything south of the Mason-Dixon line, correct? That's true. That's true. The, um, I don't know. I we What were we, we, we talking about? I don't even remember now. We're, we're talking the about uh, the NFL rule change about the puck. It started with the – It started the, all uh, over the place. No, that's what we're well, it started go. with Adam Silver, and then it went to Roger Goodell, and then it went to the – right. But, um, realist back in here uh, Ernie Johnson. I, I don't even know. My <laughs> I didn't want to ask you. Uh, I, I don't know if that many people care about this, but I didn't want to ask you. Uh, Ernie Johnson says you're fired by uh, the way. I know. I, I'll see myself out there. <laughs> Blow a quad on the way <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited about your boy Soroka coming back? Uh, yes. Are you nervous? He already came back, he already had his first start. Yeah. I but, like, my other league, he pitched so my So, he First start in three years, over a thousand, so, thousand days. What happened? Why why hasn't he played? Well, he's had tor- two torn Achilles. How do you do that? I don't know. I think it was different. Mm. It was each Achilles. Achilles. So, he should never tear that Achilles again? I would hope. We'll see. It's like maybe Adam so, uh, pe- adamantium. People don't realize. I mean, uh, so the Braves have this great rotation now with Max Fried leading the charge. And when him and Max Freed were coming up around the same time, and Soroka was regarded as the higher, more polished prospect than Max Freed, yep. he was going to be the guy. The only full season he's had in the big leagues, he was thirteen and four, and his ERA was around two seven five. What well, only full season? Yeah. And then he couldn't stay healthy. So, and he's from Canada. Oh, Canada! But uh, so. The Braves didn't even figure him into their plans this year because they they quit figuring him in. Like, right. anything well, else year, on you. Last year, when he's, like, two months into the season, they were expecting him back before the Ulster break, and that's when he did the other kill. Right, right, right. So, but he pitched against the A's. You would think a great uh, first start. Well, the A's took two of three from the Braves. Ouch. Yeah, the, the A's were 10-43 and 43 heading into that series. They take two out of three from the Braves in Oakland. 2,000 people in attendance. 1,000 of them were Braves fans, and they still lost two out of three. Um, But that's baseball. That is baseball. You want to guess how many games the A's are projected to win in a 162-game season? 49. 37. 32. Is that low? It's going to be the worst in the modern era unless they pick it up. I guess 37, because I knew they have, like, 12 or 13 right now, and they have, like, close to 40 losses. So, I figure that's, a, you know, a little over a third of the season. Did we, so. did we confirm our conversation from last week that it is absolutely official that they're moving no matter what? No, they, it's not official. You're right. 100% right. So, I mean, they're just trying to make sure. Yeah. You know, it, if you guys aren't going to go ahead and check these boxes, we'll just make sure this shit is unwatchable. So, like – when I was watching the Brave series, uh, there was a dude sitting right behind on plate on TV, and every time he'd stand up, and he's not, not – he obviously, he's an Ace fan. He do not want to relocate. His shirt just said, that Ace collars, the bright yellow with the green lettering, and it just said sell. Like sell team. Yeah. So, here's my thing, and maybe suck. I'm like way off my rocker and I'm in a different dimension here, but when I watched the A's play this year – I think of the original uh, Major League movie where she's going to put such a bad product on the field because you're 100 right. The team to you're 100 percent right. Now on the head. We can't get a stadium here. Only, it's only be so bad. there's no Hollywood ending here. Do you, do you remember? Yeah. This is what would really happen. Do you remember what the uh, you know the alternate ending of Major League was? That they did move to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. That Rachel Phelps really was a good person. Oh, right? I think he, I remember you telling us, and this. all along. Was just doing it to motivate the team. And it worked. Yeah. yeah. No that's one's, a, no one's a, motivating these days that's because that's, they suck so bad and they have the minimum salaries across baseball because they're a bunch of nobodies. And they still got to pay for soda. That's an outrage. Yeah. Dave Justice would be pissed. Dave Justice is as your hitting coach. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Dave Justice and Moneyball, if true Moneyball... Really worked The A's Could put together A team that was Competitive With this low Of a budget well, that's, that's, that's what they've no. Done in the past Right But what I'm saying Is we all love That movie And we love Moneyball But they leave out That they had Three aces On the staff And uh, you gotta They didn't even Mention Miguel Tejada And all yeah, that good stuff Yeah but it's good for Hollywood. And I still love the movie because it is a good concept. It was on the other night and I watched it. Uh, Are you guys going to watch the remake for White Men Can't Jump? No. With uh, Jack, Jack Harlow, Harlow and whoever. I, my kids supposed to Dad, Jack Harlow's White Men Can't Jump. Who's I'm Jack like, Harlow? He's a rapper, man. I don't know. Get with He's it. a white, white rapper. rapper. So he's the new Eminem? He's got the grandma uh-huh. hair like all the kids do nowadays. Like the perm? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Put it this way. The last white guy who thought he was a rapper... Uh, Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> decided he'd diss Eminem, and Eminem got him so bad, Machine Gun Kelly switched to a different genre of music. Now he's like opera, right? <laughs> <With> <laughs> you know, He's been reading like Spin Magazine. He's up on all the gossip. Well, when you got teenagers, you know this stuff by default. Well, here's the thing. He's going to say it's a teenager, but when someone shits as much as Biggie, he needs some bulletin board material <laughs> in, in the turlet area. <laughs> in the turlet. <laughs> that comes after my conspiracy theory reading. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that never ends. Yes. Uh, the other other guy um, uh, that, came, that came back that was a big deal it was Hendrix for the White Sox. That was amazing. Yeah. So, for that one... He had stage four lymphoma. Yeah. Um, and you get stage four, you're pretty much thinking, you're not thinking baseball. Is, is you're that, thinking the same thing Eric Berry had in Kansas City. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know what. Yeah, he had cancer, but I don't know if it was lymphoma. All, all I'm saying is when you hear stage four, you're not, at that point, you're not thinking baseball anymore. You're thinking, I'm going to die. Just and the man, to survive. the man went through the treatment, he came back. And the very first pitch after a long standing ovation, I give Major League credit. Obviously, there was no violation. They here. didn't turn the clock on. And like, if they did, I'm like, oh god. Anyways, <laughs> that'd be the. He best fired a 96 best. mile an hour strike on his first pitch back from Stage Four lymphoma. Crowd popped for that. Oh god. Yeah. And the White Sox have been got awful, but
1: that's know, a
0: highlight of their season. You gotta love a dude like that. I mean, how do you not root for that? Yeah. He just just to get back, that's that's a hell of a that's a hell of a thing. With a name like Liam Hendricks, he's an Irishman, former member of the I Cats. I can't kill man. He's me. got an Irish on us. Former member of the Oakland A's. He said, I. I'm the I'm IRAs. IRAs is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah. that was a good joke. I didn't even get a smile out of that. No. <laughs> out of the, yeah. the IRAs instead yeah. of It's <laughs> because Biggie's Irish impression. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> At some point, we got to go to Ireland just so we can sit in a pub somewhere and see if they really drink so, like that. It's not Biggie's. Oh, well, it is Biggie's fault. <laughs> so I'm, it's not my fault, okay? He has so many Biggie-isms. I don't know where to begin. And I don't even know where it starts. I don't know where it ends. Sometimes I don't even know what the hell language he's speaking. Sometimes I think he's speaking in tongues. Sometimes I think he's possessed. They are verbal, nonverbal. <laughs> Sometimes. Now, when I see the reverse crab walk by Biggie, I'm getting the hell out. <laughs> you run <right laughs> <out. laughs> my hell. That'd be a chad-shaped hole in that wall. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gone, like, like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wally Cody. Exactly. Yeah. No Acme products needed. If this big man is walking <laughs> frisk on a backwards crab walk, I'm out. What if, this is over. That's a, that's a nightmare image you don't want. It. <laughs> I'm sorry we put you in that place, Biggie. <laughs> Damn it, he knows it's true. Oh, hey, did you... Um, so, like, let's do that. Chat, is it? Chat, what chat, is it? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Please translate Biggie's text. Could that they be, do it? They, it, it? I don't know. Uh, you're you're pushing the boundary of technology, so we're not quite there yet. Not quite there. Well, see, <laughs> we've like... we've been witnessing it for years. Chat GPT is going to take some time to uh, have to just get immersed in the culture. No, I understand that. I think we I think we killed him. Yeah. If he comes walking yeah. in there backwards crab walk, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm gonna chin the music <laughs> in the head because like... I could actually reach him for once. What if he was naked walking backwards? Oh, here he goes. Now he's moonwalking. <laughs> Hey, I like that. The moonwalk I can handle. He did it. Look at him. Oh, son. Wow. And he can do two steps before he has to turn back around. And the women's panties dropped everywhere. Can you say moist? Moist. Why do women hate that word? I don't know. Is there a word you hate like that? That we can say on the air? I mean, here's my thing. So, like, why is moist a bad thing for women? Because it clearly means they're ready to engage. If someone says... Oh, he's erect. Oh, yes, I am. So, Let's go. I don't like that word. Erect? I don't like it. Yes. That. What do you prefer, Chad? Uh, he is boing stiff. Okay. Whatever makes you sleep at night? Uh, That would make me sleep. And now, Biggie's backward crab walk is not going to allow me to sleep. I would not sleep for months after that. I we'll um, need my draft intro now. The be- <laughs> <sky>. <laughs> We're coming up <laughs> brainstorming on the spot. Please don't. He can do the Bray Wyatt.
1: There, there he is. you go.
0: Yeah. Bray Wyatt was my favorite. Ring, can ring, you hold ring. a lantern and crab walk with one hand backwards? <laughs> <to> <laughs> like an eight. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm gonna use a real lantern. So <laughs> when I drop it, fire starts. You just make sure you take care of that. I just think you went to the rail entrance. Yeah, Coming I around so. where we are, I'd end up rolling down to your creek. Uh, he's like, part of my entrance is burning down the studio. <laughs> And burning myself on fire. No matter how much I scream, don't stop the presentation. Exactly. That's wrong it's Ernie, down. drill us in, Ernie. Uh, I don't know, but I had a couple things I was going to ask you guys about. Oh. Just because I, I saw this. What? Um, you got excited. Well, which one are you going with? I see the last two that you have here on your list. Is, uh... I, I, I was going to go with the uh, Al Pacino thing first. Yeah. Because we were talking about one. Dirty. Is this, is this where he things. had like a child? Yeah, I didn't realize. Do so you know, know how old, old Al Pacino this? is? Like 85. 83. Do you know how old his girlfriend is? Girlfriend. 28? Say 29. 29. You saw what happened. He had a one up Robert De Niro. Yes. <laughs> Robert De Niro is 85 and just had a kid with his. Well, like apparently he didn't one up. With <laughs> what is up with these dudes? Like here's what's crazy. So, <laughs> I am forty one. I've had a vasectomy for a decade. At like by age no, actually by yeah, by age thirty one. And I never want to no know more kids. I'm not looking back. I don't want no mistakes and these guys are having eighty five. What are yeah. you doing? You like, know why they have do caregivers. It? They so you got you got Leo. He won't date a woman over what, twenty five still? Yeah, that's what happens. Kay. Leo, every time that girl gets to twenty five, she has gone. On, you know, know why those yeah. young girls yeah. are willing to date yeah. the old guys? Ice. Because you're not snipped. So they're like, nah, who cares if he's 60 years older than me? He's not snipped yet and he's got billions. He'll get pre- give me pregnant him. and then I'm set. Yeah, they don't get snipped so they can still stay. They're well, just tell. say you're snipped and just go raw dog it. Yeah, lie, right? Pretend <laughs> you're snipped. <laughs> don't lie. Speaking of uh, the... Just don't bring it up. Right. Not raw, dirty, a, horrible It's not part. a consensual conversation that always happens. I mean, just, if you don't say I'm snipped, then who cares? Right. Oh, I'll well, we'll pretend to have a baby with you. <laughs> Plentywood ah, just turned ninety three. Is he, is he knocking somebody? He's, yeah. next. He's, he's next. He's not that guy. He's next. He's nah, been he married forever, and then he got married again. But he's not. That guy. It's, I'm he's telling you, him the... and Jack Nicholson are probably high fiving up top mm. in L. A. right now. Mm. Think of that image. I, I get sad thinking about Jack now. I don't
1: know. But at I least, he, at least the, he's not uh, in the
0: public again. Lakers Nuggets series, and it was just weird. You could tell because I mean, he's Jack. He don't care. <laughs> But the last time I had seen him out, he looked, he was Jack. Now, I feel like we're getting too close to one floor of the cuckoo's nest. No, now he's an like old man. Whereas before, the last time you seen him two years ago, he still had that style, the kind of that intrigue of yeah. Jack. And now he just literally, he comes out of the uh, abyss from two years. He's got like cat hair on his shirt. hair's looking like Ernie McCracken. And he literally like has an old watch from the 70s and. He's Just like, yeah, you're right, Arnie McCracken. Yeah, so like, he's like, just happy to be there, and he just literally threw him, like jog pants. Man. It is crazy, too, that these guys are still popping out kids as old as they are, and that's who we grew up watching in the movies. You're gonna have Eastwood, Pacino, De Niro, Eastwood, I have no kids. Jack. You just said it, it's No, like I'm just Josh's saying, the, but th- those four are gonna die soon, and they're legends of the industry. <sighs> Well, at least two of them have some more offspring to carry it on, I guess. <laughs> I will say... I think it's because they're so disappointed in their other kids. It's not like I, I just want you to imagine, like, Dad or Grandpa, why are you doing this? Because you're a disappointment, Emily. It's literally like... they <laughs> are all trying to keep up with Mick Jagger. It's literally like from Mr. Deeds, where he's like, Daddy, no! And that's what they've been dealing with for 50 years. Yes. They keep trying for that perfect offspring to lead the new Aryan race. <laughs> Why does it got to be airy? I'm just saying. Why'd you have to take us down that (laughs) I thought thought we might have been talking Guardians of the Galaxy again. Yeah. Because that was, you know, something we just talked about. (laughs) You know, we had to take it dark. You want to take it dark. Yes. It's got to come down to that level. If you like to occasionally go dark, this is the (laughs) podcast for you. I don't know if it is. Um, I, I have to ask you this question. Did you watch, were you a fan of American Gladiators? Huge fan did you watch it all the time? Not all the time, but I know I've watched it. I feel like like it was always on, like late at night. Yeah. like you could watch it like a o'clock. The best thing about it was I love their names. Oh, like it was like Thunder, Thunder blaze and it was like Seuss. Dodgeball, right? Yeah. And Blazer, and that's what it was. Yes. When we were kids, an Orgasmo. You only got three channels, so <laughs> Turbo. Or Dakota, you got that once no, a week. So me and my cousins, Terrence and Brandon, Tower. set up our own American Gladiators course. Hell yes! In my mom's house, and then in their their and b uh, brothers in their mom's house. In my mom's house, it was one of those old ones where they had vents in the floor so the heat would come off the oh, yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had the course going, and it turned into a wrestling match between Brandon and Terrence. Terrence's leg went through, not the... Uh, great out of the floor and his leg was hanging downstairs. It was just us three there. So B held him. I went downstairs, start pulling on his leg. That's my favorite American Gladiators memory. <laughs> he tried to dismember this poor kid yeah. as he was stuck between floors. Um sorry, <laughs> trip down memory lane. What wow. I was gonna say is that of all the events, which was your favorite? That's what I was gonna ask too. So I, I can tell you the ones I didn't like. Um I did not like. The Rings. I wasn't a fan of that. I feel like it took forever for action to happen. This is literally like a glorified Field Day. It really was. I loved Assault because that's. Oh, do you? Because the tennis, <laughs> the tennis ball. How's your wife feel about this? Oh, well, Assault? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. She's not lot to talk about it. <laughs> I'll let you breathe in a minute. It's <laughs> like going on a date with Quagmire. Don't don't. He giggity I was trying to talk about <laughs> CO2-fired tennis balls. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. No, that, but that was the – if you remember what Assault was, it was yep. the one with the tennis was, ball guns. You got a gun, but you didn't have to start with You are behind a pedestal. You kind of yeah. had to pop out. and Trying to get them about, to shoot one so you could go yeah. over to the next. Yeah, I like that one just because I always thought they sucked, like they couldn't hit the target, yeah. you know, but uh, that one. And then uh, I love the final of it, the Eliminator. That was that was good. But oh, What was yours? See, I can't speak to it enough because I didn't watch it enough. I just remember the uh, chiseled men and women yes. serving and our great uh, broadcasting system. Ice. So they had like uh, they had China before China. They had buff chicks on there. Yeah, it was, it was, that's uh, that's a good analogy. Yeah. I'm gonna keep talking. I want to hear about your event. But did almost, they have did well, they have, well, did they have one night in American Gladiator? Wow, well, that was on a different channel. Okay, Cinemax after dark. That was a. Uh, uh, Man, that's loud. Cinemax after dark. It's, it was star Johnny Holmes. Johnny Holmes. No, no. My, My favorite event was the tennis ball one. Because if you were able to get to a certain spot, you got a gun yourself. And it made me feel like I was like in Rambo. Like, I always wanted to do that event. Oh, and Dodge, and I'll take you down. Because mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you think you're going to do that stuff. Um, the rings I didn't care for either because it was really slow paced. I like the... Uh, other one where you were, like, running through and they had the big pads and they had to try and knock you oh,
1: down yeah. and
0: off. Well, there was um, there was some uh, events I did. Like, I like the one where they got the big ball, the cage. Yeah, they that was run. another one I like. But it was so aggravating because the targets they had to hit on, like, they never could nestle in there just right. So, like, at the North Dakota State Fair, they have those big balls and you can get inside of them and ram each other. It's like bumper cars, only you're inside of this big rubber ball. We would go out there, go to a concert, get plowed, and then we'd get in those balls at the end. There was always one guy who filled it up with puke. I was trying to pull up the original list, but uh, this is becoming exhausting, and maybe more effort is required that I'm willing to give. But I was going to see if you could name any of the original uh, gladiators. Thunder, Blaze, Selexa. I don't know. La- it's, uh, it's, it's, it's there was a big black uh, I swear his name was Zeus. <laughs> They might know that was. Oh, am I thinking of the guy in the that's Hogan? It's the, the wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, it's Tiny Lister. Oh, yeah, you he know does. he's taller than Hulk Hogan. He's a big dude. No, he is taller. Yeah, like they listed Hogan you, at you, six seven. You know how wrestlers are. I know they're always like three inches. Yeah, you know at least off. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, so anyway. I got people texting me. It's about to go down. Let's go Denver. <laughs> Yeah, it is about that time to watch it. I was uh, just going to say there was a documentary coming out about 30 for 30 about American Gladiators, but that was it. Didn't know if you were interested in it or not. So, any chance uh, Miami steals game one here? Zero chance. I can't say game one, but Miami does win one game. You don't think? I, I feel like if there was one to win, it is game one. Like I think they win one of my l- little little. I think they come out strong to start with, but it's uh, never going to be a little. They're awful, you know, you know. They haven't played for a week. I think that benefits the Joker though. I mean, because he's unathletic and he not, got a chance to it's rest. Not bad getting rest. It's not year. So I just have a. Uh, now, a if they nice put Jimmy buckets in you know, a pressing in full court, I will take a game winner. That happens. I'll eat my hat. Really go. Yeah. I'm going to give you guys a few different uh, it happen because prop stupid. bets or futures bets finals before it starts. Let's hear it. And what you're going to do at the end of this, I'm giving each one of you $100 of Monopoly money. Oh, oh. Wow. I made a meme oh. about Monopoly. And uh, at the end, you tell me which one you think you'd throw it on because it's guaranteed money. Okay? So the Joker to average a triple-double in the NBA finals to minus 140, which, thinks it, which they're saying they think it's very likely. Uh... MVP, Jimmy Butler, plus 430. Hold on, so we're we going to talk about the first one? Well, no, we had to... I was going to read you. To you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. The, the, the odds on favorite for the MVP is the Joker. I wouldn't put my money there if they win it. You know he's getting it. I like going a little further down that list. If uh, Miami wins it, you know Butler's getting it. He's a plus 430 for $100. You'd win 430, get over 530 back for your return. Jamal Murray... Is who I like in this spot. He's a no, plus 1200. No Jamal Murray is an absolute ball. There's no way. There's no chance. Uh, the only, only if Jokic goes down. Well, for betting money, I like the odds, but yes, you're right. It's Joker. Ah. I'll give you a couple other guys. Like, all, even if Jokic averages poorly, they'll give it to him it's just out of reprise. For, I feel like if his shooting's down and he still has the other, he'll be fine. Yeah. i am be like, sorry, we didn't give you their other MVP this year, but you get this one. Yeah, the one that matters. The other guy here because people said he should have won the Eastern Conference Finals, Larry Bird Award MVP, Caleb Martin. He's a plus sixty five hundred. Ah, see, I disagree. It should have been Jimmy. That's what I thought too. I agree. Jimmy got it. Like I so, got so, the Caleb played above his head, but like, come on, man. I'm so, not rewarding you for your exceeding expectations. Your, your gap award. was bigger, right. right? Come on, man, go home. <laughs> so you got Joe Davis triple double. Jimmy Butler plus four thirty, Jamal Murray plus twelve hundred, and then the finals total games. So a sweep either way is a plus four twenty. Six games plus two fifty, seven games plus two fifty. So if you think it's a sweep, you're getting four to one on your dollar. Dude, I threw a hundred dollars down on my three pick parlay of Joker getting the um, MVP, the MVP, him averaging a triple double. See, I don't he does. And nuggets in five. Yeah. That's. Well, you didn't send it in about five. You went from four you to six to seven. I'll and 7 give five. That. Oh, oh so four was 420. Five was 185. Yeah. Six and seven were both. 20. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then the one other one I wanted to throw out there, just because this can go so many different ways, because guys can score a ton of points on a losing team. They have the NBA Finals scoring leader. They have Joe Kick at plus 110. And this is for both teams' highest average. Butler at plus one seventy, Jamal Murray at plus two sixty, and then the odds jump out of this world. Michael Porter at plus six thousand five hundred, Caleb Martin at plus six thousand five hundred, Aaron Gordon at plus two thousand. I If you're betting, it's Caleb Martin. If you're yeah. betting, but I like the Caleb Martin odds on a correct. losing team. Correct. Yeah. If you're betting, Caleb Martin could be the guy. Like he could score. Thirty points this series per game because he was at 20-something in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. But that don't mean he's winning shit. No. So, of those listed, is there one certain one you said this is guaranteed money, or are there a couple you think you would like to part I mean, in? Yo. I mean, Jokic winning the MVP. Okay, that's guaranteed to me. Yeah. Um, I don't think he does a triple-double this series. Okay, I don't either. I think he's guaranteed MVP if they win. Yeah. I don't think he does a triple-double. And I don't think that he leads them in scoring. I actually think Jamal Murray is going to lead them in scoring. And he's fine with that. It depends yeah. on how Miami plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will say this. Jimmy Butler to win finals MVP before the conference finals started uh, was like a plus 1250 or plus 1450. So at that point you thought Miami was making the finals and he threw 100 bucks down for Jimmy Butler. They could lose and he could still win Finals MVP. It's only not, Jerry West is the only one to ever do that's it. Anyway, yeah. that's a fourteen hundred dollar return on your hundred dollar investment. Why didn't they? Why didn't they give the MVP to LeBron that one year, even though they lost? I don't know. It's just like why they give it to Iggy instead of like, Steph Curry. Like, it's it's like you remember how I was giving you shit last year about like people were talking about Draymond was doing great against uh, Jokic in the playoffs, and you you were like what. You know, he's only averaging, you know, 30, 14, and 12. What great job. It's the same thing. Like, they gave it to Iggy back in the day. But it's like, oh, you played great defense on LeBron, who averaged, like, what, 34 points? Yeah. Like, look, LeBron torched him. He had a great series. (laughs) Like, what? Why? If ever there was, like, a a losing team should have won MVP, LeBron was amazing. That was it. Yeah, That was it. Uh, I have one other one for you. And this one isn't a betting thing, but it just blows my mind. Who's the assists' favorite for the series? Jokic. Okay. How many times in our lives do you go into a series where the guy who's projected to have the most assists is the biggest guy on the floor? Or the center? You know what Probably I mean? the first. It's just like how many times do we think of that? Because LeBron gets assists. Magic got assists. But wait. wait, six, wait eight, let me, let let me change guards. the question. When's the last time the big man has been the reason why you are who you are? What, what team's identity was linked to their big man? Bro, that's a good question. It's been at least a decade. Yeah. It's I mean, been 2000s when you had Tim Duncan. I was going to say, is it? What the hell? Get it, son. Yeah, we, hey, so I want to say this. The Joker, he's going to get the MVP of the finals. Embiid, who got the MVP, which is bullshit. He's going to look at Joker and be like, hey, man. Probably that 90s uh, McDonald's commercial with Barkley. Hey, man, can I play? And he's going to be like, F you. Yeah, and I'm going to get it when it counts, brother, because I am the Joker. I, I should have been three times, but I'm getting that chip. Does he have that dog in him? Joker? Yeah. Absolutely. That's hey, all I need to know. He put the Morris brothers out of the league. <laughs> the other one got hurt because he hit one of them. Uh... I'll say this, and then I'm <laughs> done with the betting stuff. I know, that's my favorite saying. Joker minus two minus 2,000 to be the assist leader. The number 2 guy is plus 2700 Jimmy Butler. That's just how overwhelming it is that the Joker will have more assists than anyone else. What what's the odds if you just pick Miami to win? So the like I, like because everybody's just like oh nuggets are one. Like is it even going to be a show? We we'll get to there. So Miami to win is not in our top 5 picks. Well, no it's it, way. But let's reiterate it was a three percent chance that the that Miami would beat Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yet here they are. Yeah. So they're not afraid of these odds. Let's no, be clear with I, that. I don't think they pay attention to them, or if they do, yeah, maybe that is. And I goes. hope I'm wrong. My God, I'd love to see seven games here. I just don't see it because I didn't see it in the Boston series. But here we are. Would you? Would you be? Uh, who do you root for in this? So I never asked so, you. That. No. So I love Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy is the like like he's like your he's high The one that got s- away. Before you say this, Jimmy Butler is like the one who got away. He's the great white buffalo for there are Chicago Bulls. Yes, I love M&M Jimmy Butler. I love oh Jimmy Butler. But that's the perfect analogy. I love Joker too. I love both of those guys. So I feel like I'm fine with Denver winning because they've never won one, and yeah. I'm fine with that. So you just want a good series. Yeah, I do, but I love both of their headliners because yeah. they're both doing it the right way. Isn't that great to see the and like And it's it? not a Hollywood ending, but it's what's good for basketball. Yeah. People would actually watch. We are gonna only get Dave Miller in the finals. Yes. I like that ending. Are you mad done. about yeah. it? No. I. Grew- well, I read this article saying how Adam Siller's going to have a hard time with marketing for this series. You got Miami Heat been the – you're like, bitch, think, yeah. you little alien, this is the best you got. Yeah. <laughs> you got the joker. And he's like, bitch, Earth's about to be canceled. Yeah. Shut up. We yeah. need this. Yeah. The Miami Heat are a plus 350 outright bet to win the series. Now, they go down 0-1 tonight. That probably increases some. Yeah, I'm but... sure. Well, I'm probably not taking them. <laughs> just, no. I was just curious. I had to go through here and make some bets. Right. See how much money so creates. tip-off is going to happen, man. So we're going to hop off here and watch the game. But – um Brown's taking a selfie over there. He yeah. had his tongue out. Are you licking th- his fingers? Me? I can't He's tell. He's wearing his sexy Savannah it's bananas. What? Hold on. Oh, for your All right. I'm canceling the show before anybody else hears Biggie doing his poses. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back next week. And then we got a little adventure in a couple weekends, don't we? It's next Friday. Next Friday are you ready are you sure you fishing? Fish? are you off work have I you scheduled it I don't know bro it's next Friday I, I gotta check some get your things. head out of your I ass I gotta move some things around we're going fishing Dan, but we'll be back to talk about it next week